Would you look at that? Damn, I look good. What's up, everybody? It's me, Stephen Money. It's football season, and I want you to know that you can bet on me, the STN Sports app. So sign up today and get started with me, the local favorite. Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. No specific things relative to extending that at this point, uh, but that doesn't mean that's not going to change. Um, we are aware of where we're at on that in, in that process. I think we're just trying to get everything kind of set now in the building. Um, you know, our staff is obviously this has been a big chunk of this this first three or four weeks is trying to put the right people in, in place here. Um, I've met and spoken to Derek a number of times now, um, just trying to begin our relationship. I think it's really an important one. Uh, the head coach, the play caller, the quarterback, um, getting to know one another as people, kind of how we think, how we work. Uh, the football part of that will come later, uh, which I think is also an important part of the, the, the puzzle. But um, really happy with the opportunity that I've had to get to know him. Um, he's there, um, you know, he's there in Nevada. He stays there in Nevada. So um, we're aware of where things are uh, and, Again, as I said, when I was introduced, I'm really looking forward to working with him. He's won a lot of games. I uh, feel good about what we can do with Derek as our quarterback. Welcome, everybody, to the Vegas Nation special edition NFL Combine podcast here. It's Heidi Fang, and I'm joined with Cassie Soto and Adam Hill. Both of our reporters here for Vegas Nation are out in Indianapolis, where the Combine is taking place. The 2022 Combine back with people in attendance after, uh, obviously, we had a hiatus there for a bit. But the Combine being back in, like, full swing we're going to talk about everything that the Raiders are doing there with the coaches, with the GM, everybody in attendance. Uh, very, very big front and center year for the Raiders with the new coaching staff and Josh McDaniels and, of course, GM Dave Ziegler there. And we'll break that all down for you. But off the top there, that was Josh McDaniels talking about Derek Carr as his guy. No questions about that. Definitely uh, all, all seems solid for Derek Carr as they head into the season here, which is a good sign. But that doesn't mean they might look for some targets to get the ball to Derek Carr. And before we get into that, I want to remind everybody that we're brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download the mobile app today. All right. So, Adam, first of all, I wanted to get your take on what Josh McDaniels had to say about Derek Carr and his contract. I thought it was really interesting. I mean, uh, Josh McDaniels talked to us in the media uh, a couple different times today, once with a big group of reporters, once with just uh, the local reporters that we were involved in, and then once he went on NFL Network, and he kind of said different things each time, uh, which was which was a little bit surprising. And I think if you if you take away from uh, what he said on NFL Network, which is the one people are reacting to the most, and what you're asking about right now, uh, he he said you know basically assuring everyone that Derek Carr is the week one starter for the Raiders as long as he's healthy. And I think that was the headline, and that's what everybody went with. But if you listen to it, they said, you know, are, is there a guarantee that he's the quarterback week one? And he goes, sure. I mean, yes, 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 yes. He's, yeah. It, it's like a really weird response that he gave. And I don't, I'm not reading into it. I'm not suggesting we read into it. I just, 
like, I think he was just kind of done answering the question. And he's like, how can I get people to stop asking this question? Just say, yes, he's the day one starter. Now saying he's the day one starter and saying it publicly and putting it on the record is not signing a contract extension. Like, I think people are like kind of freaking out about this and saying, well, Derek Carr's a starter. Like there's nothing stopping them from still trading Derek Carr, listening to offers or um, even they're not releasing him. But I mean, there's nothing stopping them from doing any of those things now. It's just saying on the record publicly that you intend to have him as a starter. And things could obviously change. And, you know, we, we talked to Dave Ziegler later, the general manager, and he said, yeah, I saw those comments. And he goes, you know, that's the plan. So, yeah, of course, that's the plan today. It doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean it's the plan tomorrow. And I think people will, you know, people would freak out if this changed and they said, what about what you said at the combine? I, I think that that would be kind of insane to hold him to that standard. He's just answering a question. Cassie, how did you feel about the transparency from both Dave Ziegler and also Josh McDaniels being there in the flesh, doing these interviews, being very available to the media? Because this is something that we did not get with John Gruden when they were in attendance at the combine. I mean, the reporters were ushered in a room. It was really quick. We didn't get to do video. What was your feeling from their being there there in Indianapolis? Yeah, Heidi. So this is this is Adam and I's both our first time actually here at the combine. So um, this is a first for me. And so I would just assume, right, like these players and coaches are made so available um, because it's just been a very easy transition for us here um, so far this week. As you said, we got um, McDaniels on the podium, but then we were able to pull him aside for local media. So that was really nice. All the Vegas folks were, were able to talk to him. Same thing with Ziggler. He was pulled off to the side of specific time he wasn't made available on a podium like other gms of other teams just for vegas media and and i want to just go off of adam's comments here when he was uh, specifically with ziggler i was recording this of course and people can watch the video of the interview um, at vegasnation.com and review journal youtube page plugging it there um when he's asked about uh Derek carr he he like makes a kind of like a face like well yeah like that's the plan, yeah. but he just makes like a face and it's just like, well, well, what was that face? And again, us reading into it a little bit, but it is just kind of funny, you know, to be able, like you say, they're in person. We're finally being able to be face to face with these guys and, and a new regime now for the Raiders. And so it is interesting to see their body language for sure. When they're answering these questions. Interesting. I, I, the both of you noticing the faces. Do you think that may have to be with them not being able to come with, to terms on a number on a contract extension, Adam? Like maybe the car camp wants to get the kind of money that Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes is getting paid in the 40 million range. And maybe the Raiders are trying to come to some agreement more in the 30, you know, 35 million range. Do you think that that would have anything to do with what you all both might be reading into while you're out there? No, because I don't believe they've even started those conversations. I don't think they've talked numbers. I don't. I mean, I, I think there's a general idea of what Carr thinks he's worth and a general idea of what the team thinks he's worth, and um, those will be worked out at some point. But I don't think that's what it is. I think it's more. It's more of a case of okay, let's just look at let's look at it from their perspective. If you're a fan and you're thinking about this and you're, you're listening to the questions, and what are they supposed to say? You know, if they come out and they say, you know, is there a Carr your your week one starter guaranteed? And they're like. God, I hope not. Like, I mean, what <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Like, you would never say something. Right, right now, Derek Carr is the quarterback on the roster. Like, of course he's the starter week one. 
Uh, also, what are they? Are they going to go up there and say, "Well, yeah, he's the week one starter," unless you know if Pittsburgh wants to throw us two firsts and a third? Yeah, of course, and they can take him, and he'll be the starter there. Like, th- there's really no winning. Like, you're going to make these decisions behind the scenes. You're going to make the decisions at the team facility. Uh, those are where these decisions are going to be made. They're not going to be made on the podium right now. Derek Carr is the starting quarterback. There's no other option right now for the Raiders. But that could change tomorrow, and I think that's important. And I, I think as much as they don't want to be you know, held to what they say here, like that it is an easy way to kind of stop the questions. Cause I'll tell you this NFL network didn't have a follow-up question. Like there was mm-hmm. no follow-up to yes. He's the mm-hmm. week one starter. Like that's over. It's done. Yeah. And you can make whatever decision you want in the future, but right now he's the starter. And by the way, if they do trade him and the people say, well, you said he was the starter. Well, things changed. Things, it, that's easy. Things changed. I'm glad you told me there was no follow-up question because I had to watch it on Twitter and I only saw the one question. So I didn't know if there was a follow-up or (laughs) not. That was the the full interview. (laughs) Cassie, you got the opportunity to speak with Chris Olave. We'll hear a little bit about him um, before we head to the break. But uh, he was uh, pretty interesting. Had a comment there about how he's modeled his game after Deshaun Jackson, uh, who played with the Raiders in 2021. What did you make of Chris Olave and some of the comments that he had? Yeah, he was obviously asked about the Raiders um, and he had mentioned that his brother is a huge Raiders fan and he would love to play for Vegas, obviously close proximity there, California, um, born and raised. And uh, he mentioned that with... why are you making a face at me? Because well, he always felt that way, Kaiser. Oh, I well, okay. Are we gonna get into that? Sure. So well, <laughs> Heidi, here's a here's a sidebar. Here. He's a Cali with side. So he's sidebar. I tweeted out the video of him making those comments that he would love to play for Raiders and his brother's a Raiders fan. Well, some Raiders fans have saved a screenshot from 2014. I think it was Adam where Chris Olave tweeted out not nice words about Raiders fans. Was it? He said, I hate Raiders fans. I think he said, yeah, I didn't want to quote here, but I think (laughs) the quote was, I hate Raiders fans. So some Raiders fans saved that screenshot because it has since been deleted. Okay. And uh, so maybe, I mean, he was like 15 when he said yeah, that and, comment, and right? His brother's a Raiders fan. Like it's easy to, to like look into it and be like, yeah, his brother was probably annoying him. Other people were probably annoying him and, and, you know, talking trash about it. And he tweeted it out. And now that he's going through the draft process, people went through, you know, his, his people probably went through and said, Hey, make sure you delete that. And it deleted, but people had to take screenshots and now, it comes back on them. Don't hold 15 year olds to their, you know, silly fandoms uh, of teams. Like I'm sure if he came to the Raiders, he'd love to play there and he'll love you as fans. Like settle down. Yeah. But, but yeah, those fans there that they, they held a grudge. Those, they can hold a grudge for a minute there. Be careful out there, Heidi. All right. Well, let's go ahead and hear from Chris Olave, who was on the podium today at the Combine. And also, we're going to come back, talk more about possible wide receivers that the Raiders could be looking at during this phase of the Combine. All that and more here on the Vegas Nation Bonus Edition. Uh, my oldest brother is a huge fan of the Raiders. So I love to go there. Uh, Las Vegas, uh, they moved to Las Vegas recently. They have a a great organization. I love to go there and play for them. (laughs) Would you look at that? Damn, I look good. What's up, everybody? It's me, Stephen Money. It's football season, and I want you to know that you can bet on me, the STN Sports app. So sign up today. And get started with me, the local favorite. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the Vegas Nation Combine Edition Special Edition podcast here that we're dropping. Cassie Soto, Adam Hill, both in Indianapolis, holding down things for the Vegas Nation front. So, Cassie, uh, we were talking about the Alave sound. What other uh, wide receivers did you see today that might have stood out on the podium with some sort of comments? Maybe anyone else talking about the Raiders? Uh, not anyone Raider specific. It was kind of, again, this was my first combine. So I'm kind of like, I was kind of shoved towards the back. So it was really hard for me to even get anywhere near sort of the action. I was kind of just taking it all in Heidi, but I think the, the biggest sentiment, the biggest sentiment was, you know, a lot of these players are trying to get healthy, right? They're having all these meetings. A lot of them have had meetings. Um, I think it was on Monday. They said a majority of their formal in-person meetings happened on Monday. They were able to speak with multiple teams. Chris Olave was really the only one that I heard specifically say Raiders. So that's kind of the one that I honed in on there and was able to listen to more of his sound. Um, but, but other than that, I mean, uh, we've got the the offensive linemen obviously coming up as well and more of the defensive players later on this week. So I'm sure there will definitely be some more sentiment shared throughout the week, um, which Adam Hill over here will will share and get for us because I will be able to be back in our neck of the woods here, Heidi, on Thursday. Uh-huh. Um, but Adam will, hold, Adam will hold it down in Indy here for us. Sure. All right. Well, tell me about Jamison Williams from Alabama. He's a name, Adam, that's been going around. Uh, we've talked a little bit about Olave and, you know, there's a uh, Burks out there who who do you think might be a good fit like Traylon Burks is who I was referring to sorry from Arkansas um is there anybody specific that you think might be a good fit right now that you kind of kept your eye on throughout the combine in terms of wide receivers or even tight ends that could could be a good pairing for uh Darren Waller as we like to think about what Josh McDaniels might use in like those 12 personnel 13 personnel type sets I mean, obviously, you know, mentioned Jameson Williams and John Mechie, two guys who are elite wide receivers from elite programs who both got hurt late in the year and um, shouldn't be healthy for training camp. I know uh, we talked to John Mechie a little bit today, and he said he should be cleared for full activity by June, which seems very fast, but uh, those guys will be back in it. I think, like, Jahad Dotson um, is is a pretty intriguing prospect. Uh, Traylon Burks from, from Arkansas also – uh, a guy who is like a running back to catch the ball. He can do a whole lot of things, but you know, the Raiders do need that, you know, that X receiver. Uh, they, they need a guy who can just kind of go get it when the 50, 50 balls take some of the pressure off Renfro and Waller. Like they need to have that guy and, and they've invested in a little bit the last couple of years. They haven't really found it, uh, but they do need to find that type of player. And I think it's going to be important if they don't get in free agency, because I think they will try to land a player like that in free agency, because I think they're, kind of tired of taking shots on guys. They want a more certain player uh, in that position. But if they miss a free agency on some of those guys, and obviously, you know, Devonta Williams could get tagged. He might, or Devontae Adams could get tagged, uh, might not ever be a free agent. Uh, so, you know, if they miss there, then I think they go with one of these guys in the first round. I think that would make a lot of sense um, if there's somebody that you like there at, at 22. Because this is a position they definitely need, along with a corner, uh, along with potentially a linebacker, but I think you can get that later. Um, but this this should be a position of need if they don't address it in free agency. I have to ask you this because I know that Cassie said she's leaving on Thursday and I know the defensive linemen come a little later down the road, Adam. And there's a lot of Raider fans that have been talking about the mammoth of a man that Jordan Davis is from Georgia. What are your thoughts on him? Uh, do you think that he's a guy, first of all, that would even last till 22? And secondly, just if you think about the new defensive coordinator, Patrick Graham, how he's kind of used these three, four sets and the Raiders don't really have a pure, like big presence nose tackle for a three, four. 
Do you think that Jordan Davis is a guy that they may be looking at? And I mean, actually, is he even at the combine? I was just realizing I don't think I saw his name on the list. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even sure. We haven't seen the, the defensive line yet, but I, I think just to address more, more generally about the Raiders, like this is a big topic of conversation. And Josh McDaniels has asked a couple of times about it. Um, Dave Ziegler was asked about it as well, just about those fits in the defensive, you know, defensive alignments and how, mm-hmm. you know, they've been a four, three team and now they should be a three, four team under Graham, but they're kind of shooting that down a little bit. And, and they're saying that might not be the case. And there's a very important reason why, I mean, you can't have unique Ngakwe and Max Crosby as your defensive ends and play a three, four. It just doesn't yeah. work. Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So I think that they understand that. And a lot of what Josh McDaniel said today is, Hey, Patrick Graham's really good at adjusting his schemes to fit personnel. And I think without specifically talking about Ngakwe and Crosby, I think that's what he was talking about, where I think that they can go a lot more hybrid fronts. um, Probably as Josh McDaniel said, who cares about base defense? Anyway, you play nickel and dime 80 to 85% of the time, which is pretty true as well in today's NFL. So I think people are freaking out a little bit about this. I know that, you know, it would make some sense if they do play three, four at all uh, to have that, you know, space eating defensive tackle in the middle of the defensive line. But I don't know that they necessarily do that. Now, if they do, if they invest the first round pick in a, you know, a big, you know, space eater in the front, in the middle of the defense, then I think you can start saying, okay, there's something here. They're going to be playing a lot of three, four, and they're probably going to have to figure out what to do with Crosby and Ngakwe. But uh, I think right now we're freaking out a little bit about this without knowing specifically what they're going to do. And that's a great thought. Let's not all get ahead of ourselves, right? So, Cassie, what sense did you get from Dave Ziegler when he was talking uh, just in general uh, about the team and its outlook going forward? Was there anything particular that really stood out from when you all were there meeting with him and what he had to say? I think he he just he was obviously asked a lot of questions about this in the future and this and who you're going to draft here and what are you going to do in free agency and what are you going to do here with this and that. And I think he, he, he said something along the lines of like, we have to take it step by step, day by day. He has to, he has to, obviously he, when he got into town, he said he made like a long list and wanted to do this, this, and this on this day. But then he realized, Hey, I can kind of hold off on that for a month or two months. Like I don't have to jump in right away and just cross off everything on the checklist. So I think they do need to take time. He also mentioned, obviously with the scouting background, he has to scout the team that he's coming to, right? He has to learn a whole new roster. So he's got to take a look at the guys that are on the team right now, what he's going to do with them, what he and Josh, um, Josh McDonald's are going to do with the own guys that they have right now before they jump ahead and look at these combine guys and look and free to free agency, who they're going to keep, who they're going to sign. Are they giving Derek car that big contract right the the week one starter here um adam asked a great adam asked a great question about max crosby and his uh, contract coming up as Mm -hmm. well so there's obviously a lot that they need to do in-house and keep their eyes on and focus on before they can go out and say all right we're gonna go jump into free agency now you know before they can do all that just to, to kind of give a specific example of what cassie is talking about there uh, you know, one of the things that they have coming up is the decision on the on the fifth year options for the three rookies that were drafted in the first round in 2019. Uh, that'd be Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Abram, uh, and Clee Furl. They have to make that decision on May 2nd. And I said, you know, are you are you close to making those decisions? Which way are you leaning? Um, what goes into that? And does that have anything to do with what you do in free agency and in the draft? And he basically said, we have to make that decision on May 2nd. 
we have a lot of things to go through before then. So why make that decision today? And, you know, you've, you've got to take it, you know, each step at a time and say, what's the deadline? What do we have to get done by this time? Because there's so many different things to do. You can't do everything in one day. So you do have to kind of prioritize things a little bit. And uh, listen, I think they've made those, those decisions, but he did, you know, kind of cite that as an example of saying, Hey, that decision is on May 2nd. We don't have to make that today. And they're also both still trying to look for a house. So I think sure. they're both focused on trying to find somewhere to live in Las Vegas. And uh, Josh McDaniels actually had a great quote when we were off to the side with him. Um, we were, I believe it was Vinny that asked him about how he's settling oh, in. On. Or was it you? That was me. Oh, oof. oof <laughs> my bad. My bad. That was a very expert question. You. So, you know, I thought it was I thought it was our guy, Vinny. <laughs> But Adam asked it, excuse me, talking about how they're getting settled into Vegas. And Josh McDaniel said, you know, my wife's coming in and looking at houses. And when it comes to that, she's the owner. She's the GM. She's the coach. So so uh, yeah. Laura, right, no, Laura? No collaboration. No, on those <laughs> that is 100 yes. percent Mrs. McDaniel's decision. And so, yeah, they've got a lot of stuff going on here off the field as well, Heidi. Yeah, just uh-huh. for, you know, uh, following up on that, Ziegler said, uh, when he was asked about getting into Las Vegas and settling in and what he thought of the city, he said, well, I can tell you everything about the path from the M resort to the team facility, which is about a mile in Henderson, <laughs> uh, because that's pretty much all he's done is gone back and forth from the hotel to the facility. Oh, well, we're going to have to open his horizons to other things in the city. I'm sure Adam can make a list. Uh, sure. So, Adam, before we wrap things up, tell me what you are working on. What can the fans read about coming out in print and also on VegasNation.com? Sure, it's going to be kind of a, a long haul here because we're, we're get, gathering a lot of stuff to use over the next two months. And we have a special section coming up on the draft and a lot of feeling out for mock draft pro- purposes and things like that. But um, a couple of guys that I did kind of have extended uh, conversations with a little bit today, Carson Strong from Reno, uh, their quarterback, and also uh, Malik Willis, who I thought has been the, the star of the interview circuit so far. Yeah. Uh, he was awesome. The quarterback from Liberty. And, and uh, I know there are some reports that he's also crushing it in the team interviews uh, that teams have been very impressed with him as a person. I, I thought he was very engaging. And I, I thought, you know, while he, if you read his transcript, you'd probably think he was being a jerk, but he really wasn't. You'd have to hear the conversations to get into it because, you know, just for an example, one, one person asked um, how he's dealing with the stress. Like basically this is a job interview that will determine the rest of his life this week. Like, how are you dealing with the stress? And he said, with all due respect, I'm throwing the football. Like, there's no stress. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Which was great. And, and that was just the, the kind of way he was answering questions, which I loved and I thought uh, was really engaging today. Great stuff. Well, Cassie, for the video end, uh, what can fans expect to see coming out? VegasNation.com in the coming days here from the Combine. Yeah, if any fans miss the McDaniels um, podium press conference, we'll have that up. It, it is up already at VegasNation.com, as well as the Review Journal YouTube page. We've also got a basically a sit-down one-on-one vocal of Vegas media one-on-one with Dave Ziegler. That's up as well. And well, again, we've been collecting so much content. So, so between you and I, Heidi, we're going to have a lot of good stuff to edit here for the fans. Oh, yeah, we'll be busy. We- but before we go, I do have to mention one more highlight point from the draft this week that Adam got to meet oh, someone boy. that he's been dying to meet, Mike McDaniel. So you're going to throw me under the bus and I can't throw you under the bus? You, okay, we, you can throw me under the bus <laughs> if you want. If you want. Uh-huh. We have some stories that we can share. We'll, we'll sprinkle it out. We won't give it all on this we're gonna one. sprinkle. So fans, 
yes. we have we have talked about um, in the past. The combine is yes, it's about the players working out. It's about you know getting your interviews with everybody and the coaches and the GMs and all that. But it's also just like a, kind of a convention. Um, I just described it last night as a uh, I believe I said it was a fraternity party where they forgot to invite any sororities. Uh, <laughs> but it, it is just a lot of different. And there's there's a lot of females in media that do great work. Heidi and Cassie, for sure. But there, there's just a lot of coaches and GMs and personnel people. And there's just a lot of, just a lot of, you know, meeting and greeting. and, and Just a lot of and, dudes. <laughs> and I said, you know, of all the people of, in all the NFL world, of the thousands of people that are here this week, the only person I really wanted to meet was Mike McDaniel, the new coach of the Dolphins, who actually have met, but it was a long time ago. It's a lot, lot, long mm-hmm. story, but um, I just really wanted to, you know, to talk to him real quick. And we hadn't seen him. We had gone to a couple spots. We'd ha- been hanging around the city. And all of a sudden, we walked into a establishment late at night, and uh, everybody looks, taps me, and says, "Look, look!" And he was just kind of there, holding court, hanging out, and I uh, got to have a quick conversation with with Mike, and that was awesome. And man, I said Malik Willis killed it with the interviews today. Mike McDaniel, once again, as always, just incredible uh, with his interview today. So that was fun. He, I think, he probably had one of the biggest podium presences of anyone. I think he did. Yeah, he yeah. did. Oh, wow. All right. Good stuff, guys, both of you. So appreciate both the time. I know you all busy been up probably since the crack of dawn this morning over there in the East Coast. And I know it's getting late over there. You're probably both hungry. So (laughs) time to find out about dried apricots and brie cheese. (laughs) Did see a little bit about that. Um, So (laughs) I might try that combo a bit later today, Cassie. Uh, See how it it works. Let me know how it is. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> but, uh, on the way out here, everybody, we're going to hear from Dave Ziegler, Raiders GM, on what it's been like for him at the Combine and what we can expect going forward with this Raiders team. Like everyone is saying here, Cassie and Adam both saying, there's nothing. Don't get ahead of yourself. Just just wait it out. Wait out the process. Trust the process. Here's Dave Ziegler on that. And for both Adam Hill and Cassie Soto from the Combine, thank you all for so, so much for listening. Make sure to give them a follow on Twitter at the underscore Cassie Soto and at Adam Hill LVRJ. I'm at Heidi Fang for all of our team. Thank you so much for listening. I was always involved in the college side, so there was an element of interviewing players and, and things of that nature. Um, but you're kind of more here getting the pulse of like what's going on in the pro world, you know, during that time. And so, yeah, when you come now as a general manager, there's free agency, obviously. So there's that pro element. There's the college scouting element. There's the interview element. There's the formal interviews, you know, which is a different type of interview than um, what I was used to doing, which is more the informal stuff. Um, so and, and then just organizationally, like, you know, there's still that there's still an organization that's being run. So. Um, all the elements that everything that's still going on back in Vegas, um, you know, we're still new, so there's still an element of hirings and all that stuff. So yeah, the scope, the lens, the lens is definitely a lot wider. The, the history of, of Raider football is exciting. Um, I think it's a, again, it's a franchise. We mentioned in our press conference, it's a it's a historic franchise. I think you know that's I think that's an attractive thing. Um, when you talk about um, Las Vegas, obviously there's beautiful weather. Um, uh, it's warm all year round. We have a beautiful facility. Um, we have a new stadium. Um, you know, so I think you know all those things. There's um, a lot of things that um, we have in place in terms of our um, facilities that allow football players to maximize their potential. And I think all players that you know players want to be their best. And when you can offer players uh, a chance to do that by you know your your um, 
the facilities, your training facilities, all those different things that um, we have within our building that, you know, that's gonna be an exciting thing for players to be able to go somewhere where they can maximize their abilities. Would you look at that? Damn, I look good. What's up, everybody? It's me, Stephen Money. It's football season, and I want you to know that you can bet on me, the STN Sports app. So sign up today and get started with me, the local favorite.